Good morning, Kingsway Assembly. This is Sister Norma. I am going to be bringing you uh, a few words from uh, the Word this morning to uh, just share with you what uh, I believe the Lord would have me to share with you this day on Sunday morning. Uh, I know that we would rather be in the house of the Lord and we would rather be uh, in fellowship together. And um, But as it is, we are going to do the message uh, through this manner and we're going to just keep our eyes on the Lord and we're going to uh, trust Him and we're going to praise Him and worship Him. And um, I'm going to be reading from Isaiah 42 in just a little bit and I'm going to be reading quite a little bit of verses. So I pray that you would open up your Bible and follow along with me as we read uh, Isaiah 41 uh, verse 1 to uh, uh, verse number uh 17, I believe, 16. And uh, I just trust that, the, that you will receive from the Lord this morning what uh, you need, what uh, what you will need to hear from uh, the Lord for your life today. And and I hope this will be uh, a, a source of, of strength to you and encouragement and hope and that you are all doing well. Uh, First of all, before we get into the word and before we get to prayer, I just want to thank you all for your prayers and um, the last couple of weeks. And um, we've needed much prayer, um, not only myself, but many of our sisters and brothers have been needing a lot of a lot of prayer and encouragement. And um, once again, we've all shown that uh, we can stick together and we are holding one another in love and in encouragement and in prayer. And uh, I personally want to thank you. And for all your prayers and uh, words of encouragement and support, and uh, just keep your eyes on Jesus and keep your head up and and uh, this morning let's just trust the Lord together and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just are so grateful, Lord. First of all, we're grateful for your goodness towards us, Father. We're grateful for your word. We're grateful that even though we can't be together, Father, in in uh in the house of of god and in our church that we can be together in this way lord and even though we're in our separate homes and um apart from each other physically we're together in one heart and one mind and one accord and we thank you lord jesus for your goodness towards us we thank you for the healing that's coming forth to many of our bodies we thank you for the provision we thank you for uh the 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 work that you're doing in our lives lord and uh we recognize that you are in control, that you are holy, that you are sovereign, that you are mighty and powerful, and that no weapon formed against us will prosper. And Lord, today, we just want to ask that you would anoint God the word that's about to come forward, that it would be what you would have for your people this day, that they would receive, Father, uh, what they need in their lives and in their hearts this day. And it'll be a source of encouragement to them and a source of strength to them and and that uh they would just be able, Father God, to uh, entrust that uh, the work that you're doing, God, that you are faithful to complete it and that you know what you're doing and uh, that you are greater. You that's in us is greater than he that's in the world and and that uh, we're going to be okay and that you are our God and we are your children. and You take care of that which belongs to you, Lord, and we're grateful for, for that and we're grateful for this time. We're grateful for your word. And we ask that you anoint the, the ears of the hearer, anoint uh, the my uh, uh, anoint me, Father, as I endeavor to uh, 
do what you've called me to do this morning and in this uh, small message that you have for your people. And I, I just thank you, Lord, and I bless you and I praise you and I worship you and I lift up my heart to you and my hands to you, Father. And I just pray that you will be well pleased in your people this day and that you would touch each and every one of us, God, to hear what the Spirit is saying today. Apply it to our lives and strengthen us in the name of Jesus, we pray. Let's go to Isaiah 42. I pray you have your Bibles and you would follow along with me as we read the word of the Lord this morning. Isaiah 42, 1 says, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. And he will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. I hope you're hearing those words this morning. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his law the items will put their hope. This is what the Lord, the, the God the Lord says, He who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and all that comes off of it, out of it, who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand and I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, to release from the dungeon those who are who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. See, the former things have taken place, the new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. Verse number 10, sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it, you islands and all who live in them, let the desert and its towns and its own towns raise their voices. Let the settlements where Kedar lives rejoice. Let the people of Sila sing for joy. Let them shout from the mountaintops. Let them give glory to the Lord and proclaim his praise in the islands. The Lord will march out like a mighty man. Like a warrior, he will stir up his zeal. With a shout, he will rise the battle cry and will triumph over his enemies. For a long time I have kept silent. I have been quiet and held myself back. But now like a woman in childbirth, I cry out, I gasp and pant. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and dry up all the vegetation. I will turn rivers into islands and dry up the pools. I will lead the blind by the ways they have not known. Along familiar, unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I hope you, you're you catching what, what the Lord is, is saying here in the word um, of the power of the Lord, um, his greatness and his goodness that God appointed him to us to set us free, to... Um, to be a people that are not walking around blindly lost and and uh, without hope and without a future. 
God has a plan and he has a purpose for our lives. And no matter what's going on around about us, God is faithful to his promises. If we go back, I want us to focus for a little bit on verse number three, because this is what the Holy Spirit reminded me of as I was praying about what to bring forward for uh, for all of you this morning and what I needed to hear as well. And, and, and I was reminded of verse uh, number three, where he says, once again, a bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering weak wick he will not snuff out. D- do you, I hope you're understanding what, what he's saying right here. And let me explain to you, a bruised weed he will not break. Something that is already, uh, and we know what a reed is, it, it's a very thin, like a uh, uh, tall grass, maybe out in the fields, um, if you could just picture that, and it's bruised, and it's uh, it, and it's maybe bent up a little bit. It's bent out of shape. It's been uh, maybe something somebody has stepped on it, or or somebody has uh, bent it a little bit, and it doesn't look healthy. It doesn't look good. But the word of the Lord says that He will not break a bruised weed. He will not, and the smoldering wick he will not stuff out something that seems like a a wick is like a a wick on a candle something that's smoldering means it's going out and it's dying out but he says he will not allow the bruised reed to be broken so to me i'm i'm interpreting this and i'm sharing this with you to tell you that even though it looks like maybe around about us, uh, these sicknesses that are going around. Uh, maybe you're going through something yourself that maybe nobody knows about it. Maybe you're struggling with your faith. Maybe you're struggling in your walk with the Lord. Maybe you're having financial difficulties. Maybe you're having other personal difficulties and, 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 and you are feeling like you are maybe like that bruised reed. Well, the Lord tells us a bruised reed, he will not break. He will not break you. Not if when you belong to the Lord and you're trusting on Jesus, he will not allow you. He will not forsake you. He will not abandon you. He will never do that to you. And uh, when he's talking about the smoldering wick, wick that is seemingly like it's going out, like it's dying out. You know, some people could say that about our church. Some people could say that about maybe, uh, after all these months of, of having this pandemic and after all these months of not being able to meet together in church and, and to fellowship with one another, you know, for, for us, we were meant as, as children of God to, to fellowship. We were meant to be in communion with one another. We were meant to gather together. We were meant to be in one place and one accord. That is where the, the fellowship and the love is shared among us and, and, and whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do for us, he will do as we gather together so we recognize that the devil has has uh, caused and 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 brought about this uh these rules and laws in our land especially here in california to keep us out of church to keep us from fellowshipping together to to keep us in a place where we're not uh receiving all that God would have for us that we would be able to get when we gather together. The devil knows the importance of the importance of his people, of God's people being in church and being together in one place and one accord that the, that the power of God and, 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 and the presence of God in our midst, the work that he does when we gather together, he does not like. And so if you're feeling a little bit of uh, discouraged, if you're feeling uh, weakened in your walk with Christ, 
it because of, of, of this lack of fellowship and because of all that's going on around you. Again, it could be maybe you're, you're doing uh, spiritually fine, but there are other things that are going on in your life that are maybe causing you to be a little bit, um, uh, weakened in your walk or your faith with the Lord. And you know, only you and the Lord knows that. But I'm here to tell you today, number one, that God will not allow you to be broken. Not if you are a child of God. Not if you're trusting Jesus. He will not allow that to happen to you. And if you feel like there is a, a deafness coming in, like the, that, that you're being, um, uh, smothered or if you're being smoldered, like, like this verse tells us here, well, he is not going to allow you to go out. He is not going to allow those dead things to come into your life. If you could just trust the Lord and call upon his name, even in your weakest times, I believe that the Lord is telling you this morning that he will bring you out and he will strengthen you and do the work that needs to be done in your lives. God is a good God. God is a mighty God. In in book of John 3.17, the Lord tells us that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him, through Jesus Christ. So he came and to um to uh encourage us. He came to undo what the devil had done in in this earth and uh the weight of sin, uh the darkness of sin, the 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 power of sin. He came to undo all that. And if we would just uh give our hearts to him wholeheartedly, this is not the time, sisters and brothers, to give up. This is not the time to be weak in your in your relationship with the Lord and in your faith. This is the time to rise up and to march forward. This is the time to keep your eyes on Jesus. This is the time to pray. This is the time to praise Him and worship Him. This is the time to declare His word. This is the time to stand firmly on His word. The Bible says that you know that that we should be uh, established on that solid foundation, which is Jesus Christ, our rock. And the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Hallelujah. So we can trust our Lord that the work that he came and he said that the reason that God sent him to this earth, as we read in Isaiah 42, that God came to make him a covenant to be a light for us, to open the eyes of the blind, to set the captives free and to release those that are in bondage and those that are in darkness. This is what God sent his son to do and his power and his purpose has not changed. His ability to do that for his people has not changed. So if we're feeling weakened, if we're feeling discouraged, if we're feeling like, you know, where is this going to end? I'm here to tell you that God says to sing praises to him. God says that to, to trust him. Because God is faithful in his, in his word. I'm going to go back to verse number 13 and read to you that again. He says, the Lord will march out like a mighty man, like a warrior. He will stir up his zeal. With a shout, he will rise the battle cry and triumph over his enemies. For a long time since he has been silent. And I believe that that's true. I believe that. That for a long time that there has been a silence. Now, I don't mean that God wasn't doing things and I don't mean that God wasn't in control, but what I mean that God has a plan and a purpose and he knows the seasons and the days and the hours and he knows what is going on around about us and what is his plan. He knows his plan and he's allowing us to get glimpses of it as we read his word, as we listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, as we listen to what the prophets are saying that Jesus is doing a work. He is not 
and he will not lose his glory because God is in control. Not the COVID-19, not all that's going on around about us, not any of this shut down or being kept away from each other or being able to go to church when we want to. No, God is in control. He has a plan and a purpose and he will not fail. He said he's been silent, but now like a woman in, in childbirth, he's going to crowd and gasp and pant. And I really believe that he's doing that. You know, I have heard it said, and I not too long ago, that that uh, that all this violence and roar that's been going on and rumbling in the United States that's been going on uh, the last few months, that, you know, it's because the devil is mad. So he's, he's making a lot of noise and a lot of ruckus and creating anger and strife and division and all this, vi all this evil that he's bringing forth in, in our land. But, you know, it's because he's mad and it's because he knows that God is up to something. But the Bible tells us right here that in spite of how uh, the enemy is might be roaring and doing all this havoc in our land and in our churches and in many of your personal lives, he said he is going to no longer be silent and he is going to be like a woman in childbirth. He's going to cry out and gasp and pant. And this morning, I just want to ask you, what will you do? What will you do? Will you stand with what the Lord is saying in his word? Will you trust him? Will you obey him? Will you stay holy? Will you sanctify yourself? Will you walk in righteousness? Will you walk in, in, in the anointing of the Lord as, as you not only leaning upon your own understanding, but trusting him and, and allowing him to direct your paths as his word says, because I believe that as God is doing this work, he's getting himself a people ready. Did you hear that? He's getting himself a people ready. God, it always, always, as we read here in verse number back in uh, verse number nine, he says, see the former things have taken place and new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. So he, he is speaking to us today that God is doing a work. Are you going to stand firm on your faith? Are you going to listen to the voice of God? Are you going to fight? Are you going to roar like the Lion of Judah? Are you going to stand side by side with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and your sisters and brothers? Or are you going to flinch back? Are you going to stay home? Are you going to... Uh, 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 just give up and, 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 and get discouraged. No, sisters and brothers, the Lord wants to encourage you this day to stand firm and fight for what belongs to you. Fight for that promised land. Fight for what God wants you to fight for. Speak and declare the word of God. Go and invite people to come to church. You say, Sister Norma, we're not even happy. We will be back in church very soon. We will be back in church. Invite people. Let's kick Satan where he needs to be kicked. Let's, let's, let's just Stand upon our, the word of the Lord and put Satan in his place and say, I will believe what the Lord is saying. He's not going to allow us to be broken. He's not going to allow us to die out. He is going to be crying out and doing this work among us. And he is going to be looking for a people. He is looking for a people. The Bible says that the, the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. Let us be the people that are going to be the laborers. Will you be a laborer for the Lord? Will you trust him? Will you, will you let him have have his way in your life? Will you walk in righteousness? Will you be an obedient soldier of the Lord God? Because he's looking for these people that are going to count on his word and stand on his word and do his word. So today I want to just encourage you and tell you, keep your eyes on the Lord. 
trust him with all your heart. I want to read uh, Psalms number 37, verses number uh, 3 to verse number 7. The word of the Lord says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy the self, the safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, and the justice of your cause like the uh, noonday sun. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Hallelujah. Wait patiently for the Lord. Do not lose heart. Do not keep your eyes off the Lord. Keep your eyes on Jesus. As soon as we're back in church, go back to church. In the meantime, stay in your word. In the meantime, worship Jesus. In the meantime, uh, speak to those you can that they need Jesus, that they need a Savior, that He's still alive, that He's still doing the work, that He's still in control, that the devil is a liar. And let them know, hallelujah, that He loves them and that He's here to forgive them of their sins. And He's here, hallelujah, to bring deliverance and to bring healing and to fulfill His word as He has promised us. So today, I just want to tell you, if you have a need today, if, you, if you're struggling, if you um, are unsure of some things, I want to pray for you. And then I want to encourage you to uh, keep praying for one another and to um, keep witnessing. Don't give up on your witnessing. Um, this is the time. The harvest is ready. With all that's going on, God is roaring. Hallelujah. And he's given us foreknowledge to be prepared to stay strong, to be endued with power from on high, the power of the Holy Spirit, and to not look and lean upon our own understanding, but to let the Holy Spirit lead us and to guide us and to direct us in these days. Because I believe we're living in the last days. I believe Jesus is coming soon, and he's coming for a church that's without spot, blemish, or wrinkle. What does that mean? That means that you and I as people of God, we need to be righteous. We need to live a holy life. We need to be the people that when they look at us, they will say these are children of God and that they will need to know that we have a hope and we have the answer and his name is Jesus Christ. So that they will also come to the foot of the cross before it's too late. We know that the time is short. We know that the Holy Spirit is speaking and we need to be faithful and obey him. Saints of God, if you're struggling this morning, I just want to pray for you today. I want to encourage you and pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for any individual that's struggling right now. I pray for any individual that's losing heart or for any individual that's sick or any individual that maybe has a dear one that they love that is sick or struggling and lost. And Father, I just want to come into agreement as your word says, Father God, that where two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst. Your word says that if we agree with anything touching God, that it will be done by our Father which is in heaven. Father, we trust it and commit unto you, God, every individual within the sound of my voice that is in need of prayer today, God, that you would touch them heal them, encourage them, strengthen them, put your arms around them, Father, and that they would have a visitation from the Holy Spirit this day and a a sense of, of love coming from your throne of grace, that they would remember that they can call upon you no matter what's going on, and that they, Father God, that at the very time of need, as they call upon 
upon you, you will answer them, Father God. And Father, I ask that you would uh, rebuke every sickness and every illness, God, that you would rebuke, Father God, every uh, thing that the devil is doing in their lives, God, that you would silence him, that no weapon formed against him will prosper. And God, that you would encourage them and bless them, uplift them, God, and that they would, Father God, be mighty men and women of God. And Father, I pray for their families and their loved ones that they are concerned about that are in need. God, we come into agreement as a family of God for, for these needs that are, uh, in these, uh, our sisters and our brothers today, God, and we stand in agreement, God, for the victory is ours in the name of Jesus. And Father, they are more than conquerors, God, and they can do all things through Christ that strengthened them. And God, I ask God for you that you would just bless our church, God, that you would bring us together in a greater way, that you would bless our finances, that you would bless us with a new pastor, God. Send us that man of God that you have ordained for us, God, and let us be a people that are ready to be laborers together, a people, God, that are willing to give of our time, our finances, our gifts, and our talents, God, a people, Father God, that are active in ministry, a people, Father God, that are obeying you, God, and that we are no longer being uh, lazy or slack or, or silent, God, that, but that we're going to, we're going to step up, God, and we're going to, we're going to walk in obedience, God, in the callings and the ministries that you want us to do, God. We pray, Father God, for for um for all my sisters and brothers father god and either families god i pray for all those individuals father god that uh, are just have lost loved ones and are still grieving god give them hope give them courage give them strength and bless them i pray in the name of jesus father and for anybody god within the sound of my voice god that doesn't know you as savior that's struggling in their christian walk and maybe they need to rededicate their hearts back to you Lord, today I just want to pray this prayer for them, God, that you would save, that you would tug at their hearts. And Father, this morning I just want to pray the sinner's prayer with them. Or anybody that needs to rededicate their life, maybe you can say I'm one of those that have maybe slacked off a lot. I've been getting a little bit um, comfortable and maybe uh, not in the Word as much. Maybe I know that I have not been doing what God's called me to do. Well, this is the day. My sister and my brother to come back to Jesus wholeheartedly or to come to Jesus and know him as Lord and Savior. Heavenly Father, this morning I come to you confessing that I'm a sinner. Confessing that I need you, Lord, and a Savior. I ask you that you would forgive me of all my sins. As your word says, I believe that you sent Jesus to die for me on the cross. And that he arose again on the third day. And I believe that he is Savior and that he is Lord, that he is holy. And I repent of my sins. And I ask you to forgive me and be Lord of my heart and my life. That you would take over. That you would fill me with the Holy Spirit. And that you would make me your son or your daughter this day. I trust you and I thank you, Lord Jesus, and I praise you. And for those that maybe have need to rededicate their lives, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just pray, God, that you would just touch me again, Lord. Forgive me, Father, for my um, slackness for my um, maybe just going back or whatever it is that I haven't been obedient in. God, forgive me. Help me to get back on the right track. Uh, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit that I may be endued with power to be able to be a witness for you and to live wholeheartedly for you. 
I ask it in the name of Jesus to come. I rededicate my life to you. And I give you the praise and the glory because your word says to come and to confess our sins and you would forgive us and you are faithful to forgive us of all our sins. And Father, I thank you and I praise you for doing that. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray that you've been encouraged this day. I pray that um, you received something from the word today. And uh, I hope to see all of you soon to get back to the work of the Lord because there's much to do. Trust me, we God has a, a plan for us, and it is good. I'm excited. I give God glory. Hallelujah. Uh, sing praises to the Lord. A shout for joy with a shout of triumph. And, and uh, lift up your holy hands. And I pray that uh, you have a good, wonderful day the rest of this day. And we hope to see you soon. The Lord bless you. I love each and every one of you. Um, don't forget to give in your tithes and your offerings. Uh, you could see Sister Marcy about that. Uh, or definitely when we come together next, make sure that you are prepared for that. The Lord bless you. I love you. Bye-bye.